Welcome to episode two of the Spy Dreams podcast. Today I'm going to talk about my writing philosophy. What is it? Well, it's real simple. Tell a good story. I make no claims about writing literature. I just try to tell a story I would like to read. And hopefully other people will like it too. Making money is fun. Selling the movie rights will be more fun, so if you know anybody who's in the movie business, send them one of my books. Or tell me about them and I'll send them one of my books. If you've got questions or comments, you can send them to spydreams at outlook.com. That's my uh, email for the books. I'm also on Facebook. If you go and look up uh, spydreams slash sandtrap or sandtrap slash spydreams, it escapes me at the moment. I'm not in front of the computer where I can see. You will find uh, the page for the books. TomFugit.Wix.com slash spydreams is the web page where you can read about the books, you can order the books. They're also available for order at most bookstores. If you're local to my area, they're available at the Book Rack on 14 Drive in Kingsport and at Bubba's Book Swap on Sullivan Street in Kingsport. A couple of nice local businesses. Support a local author and support them. And I'm not getting paid anything for them doing for telling you about them. So, you know, I just they're nice places. Well, my writing philosophy just tell stories. Enjoy it. If I don't feel like writing, I usually don't. But I write every day. I may not sit at the computer and do it, but I do write. A lot of times it's running through my head. And I can honestly say that technology is wonderful when it comes to writing. When I did my first book, well actually, even when I started my first book in high school, which was pretty bad, I don't think there's any copies of that existing. Thank God. It was bad. Imagine mashing up James Bond, The Executioner, Matt Helm, Man from Uncle, gadgets, lasers, guns. It just it wasn't real good. It was a 17, 18-year-old's attempt at writing fiction. But then I started in college, coming up with some ideas. By the time I actually started writing Spy Dreams, about 1982, somewhere around there, I had gone, I had written the ending of the book several times in my head. And I'd written the first paragraph in my head over and over and over. Basically, after I came up with the ending, I had to come up with a story to get to it. Then I wrote the beginning, and the rest I filled in from there. But the nicest thing about doing things on the computer is that if I get an idea for another book, or part of another book, I can go ahead and write that scene. There's a scene in a forthcoming book, A Port in a Desert Storm, that was originally going to be in Sand Trap but it did not fit from a timing standpoint, but it was too good not to use in something. I've already written the beginning of, uh, well, let's see, that's the book, that's Unfriendly Persuasion. Starts with a shootout in a Walmart. Port in a Desert Storm takes place just before and during the early part of the first Gulf War. Now, what other things do I do? Well, I work on computers. I'm actually considering teaching a seminar in audiobook production. I've got degrees in communications and computer science, for those of you who care anything about what I do. So I guess I'm pretty well suited to uh, do a seminar like that. I've worked in radio, and there are people who are interested. Even if they never want to do a book, or do their own book, they might want to try to do one for someone else. And I'm also working on the audiobook of Spy Dreams at this time. It's amazing how tedious it is to read your own material. No matter how well you know it, it's hard to read it word for word on the page. 
one of the hardest things, this is my advice for a writer, get someone else to proof your books. You're going to read things the way you meant to write them. And you're going to read right through errors. And we all do it. There are books, I've had people spot an error in one of my books, and other people read right through that but spot a different error. Because the words are the same length, they start and end with the right letter, sometimes your brain fills it in from context. And it's very important to proofread, to do your books well, because really bad grammar and spelling errors can destroy the uh, flow of the book for a lot of people. One of the ones that always happens to me if I find something that's totally stupid, like the classic, he left the safety off on his Smith & Wesson revolver. Well, there's no safety on a Smith & Wesson revolver. Or he put a 300 round magazine in his submachine gun. Well, yeah, you could do it, but a 300 round magazine for a 9mm submachine gun is going to weigh about 30 pounds or more. A little hard to lug around. And you've got to avoid things like that. If you don't know about something, find someone who does. I've never been in the military, but when I put military things in my books, I have talked to people who are in, have been in the military, who are in the military, who've had their asses shot at, and have taught me a lot about different things. There's no replacing that experience. Even if it's not yours, take advantage of other people's experiences. That's the way I learned to combat handgun shoot. Uh, people taught me to shoot have been shot at. And it, there's no replacement for that experience or the practice. And the interesting things you find out when you do research. For Spy Dreams, when I rewrote it on the computer, mentioned the Commandant of the Corps of Cadets at Virginia Tech in it, and I didn't use his name. I did not use his name, but I wanted to look up who it was when I was in college to see if he had the rank and the skill set and the background to have possibly worked with John Fleming, the general from my books. And he did. The honest truth is, if you take that man's resume and change two or three things, he is General Fleming, which is really kind of interesting. He went through ranger school at 41 years old and retired from the Army a lieutenant general. Now, folks, going through ranger school at 41, that is a badass dude. And I like to think, as I said in an author's note in Spy Dreams, that I can see him and General Fleming sitting there somewhere, drinking some fine whiskey and smoking some good cigars and trading war stories. Now, I know that General Fleming is not real. But that's the funny thing about characters. Even the ones that aren't autobiographical, after a while, they become very real to you. Because, I guess, all characters are based on, to some degree, on people you've known. Or people you think you know. The, uh, I'll be quite honest, Lee Thomas is very autobiographical in his attitudes toward life. And the way he loved the novels he read that inspired him. But I've never gotten to do the really neat stuff he does. I've never had my ass shot at which doesn't really bother me that I've never been shot at. I don't know how to react. You never do. So, don't have a lot else to say today. Like I said before, if you've got questions or comments, send them to me at spydreams at outlook.com.
Check out the website. The books are on Amazon. You can get the Kindle. I'm working on the audiobook for Spy Dreams. But Sandtrap and Spy Dreams are both available on Kindle. You can order them at your bookstore. You can order the paperbacks on Amazon. You can order them direct from me if you're interested. So, I guess I'll talk to you later when we do Episode 3 in a couple of weeks. Have a good one.